Welcome back to the It's Not So Late Show, and we are joined today by Lizzie Overy, musician who you've probably seen on American Idol. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So how, how's, how's music going for you? You know, I know American Idol has been keeping you busy. Can you tell me a little bit about how that's been going for you? Yeah, um, it's been a, a big adjustment. Um, I honestly, I, so last night was the last episode of, um, that I was aired on and where it showed I was cut. And it was, it was a crazy experience. I didn't think I would even get that far. I honestly didn't even think I'd get a golden ticket to the show. Not because I, I doubt myself, more because I know that mm, my type of artistry is not usually something that is shown on such a commercial TV show. And so I was just like, okay, I'll give it a shot and made it through, which was crazy to me. And the fact that I did make it that far was was very surprising to me. And I was very grateful that they allowed me to have those amazing experiences. Um, I feel like the things that I've been learning have really helped to launch me forward. And get me. I, I've, I'm feeling really excited to, to be now away from American Idol and to be moving forward with my career. I just kind of got to see... Oh, my cat is on my piano. Um, I got to see that my my artistry isn't, you know, really quite meant to be on the American Idol stage, and that's okay. Um, I I don't I don't want to badmouth them. I'm so grateful for the experience, but that experience is over, and I am so excited to move forward with my music and um, with creation. And so, yeah, that's kind of just like a little recap of of the experience though. Thank you. So I want to ask you a question. So some people listening to this might not be super familiar with your music. So can you maybe explain a little bit because you're saying that your style is a little bit different. Can you describe your style a little bit, your style of music that is? Yeah. So when I was on American Idol, I was put into the indie folk genre. Um, I, I like to describe my sound as ethereal um, type sounding, kind of like dream pop. Um, uh, the way that I sing, I mean, I like I, I like thinking like mystical, you know, I like to call myself a fairy, just like everything magical. And um, I sing and play the accordion. Um, I usually write on the accordion. Um, usually people think accordions are all for polkas, but that is not the case. Um, I've found making music on the accordion, it has been a wonderful journey. Um, I also produce my own music well, but that's kind of a little bit of, of what my sound is. I have um, some artists that I could also relate them to is um, a lot of people have said I sound like Enya, like Aurora, um, Imogen Heap, uh, Purity Ring, just different artists like that to give another taste. So uh, my question for you is uh, the accordion. How did you get into playing the accordion and how did you like morph that into your music, into your own style of sound? <laughs> so um I I wanted to I mean growing up I was a, raised in a very very artsy home come just full creativity and art and I did a lot of different things I I first started dancing I also was classically like vocally classically trained and um then I you know got into drawing and painting um of course 
and but I didn't have any like instrument that I played that I but I really wanted to have an instrument. I knew, I mean, I tried out a bunch of different instruments and none of them really resonated with me and I knew I wanted to play something that I just was just like in love with, something that made me excited to even think about. Um so I did a bunch of research and um I heard a song in the accordion style, La Vian Rose in the accordion style. And um, I was just so excited. I was like, oh man, that's that's the instrument. So my dad and I went um, to like this pawn shop, random pawn shop and found an accordion luckily um, and got it. And I just kind of started playing ever since then. And then after that, I kind of realized, I, I kind of shaped my sound after I got the accordion and realized, you know, where my inspiration, you know, was rooted and after having the accordion and realizing how beautiful and deep and resonant of an instrument it was, that's kind of when I, you know, was figuring out my sound. So, yeah. So um, you're talking about inspiration now. Did, were there any specific groups or individuals that inspired you um, or inspired the sound that you are trying to achieve? Yeah, so... Um, I mean, growing up, I, I credit a lot of my sound to my mom, who played a lot of soundtrack music, actually, just like a lot of, you know, John Williams, Thomas Newman, um, oh, blanking, what's his face, you know, just a lot of composers like that, just a lot of classic movie soundtracks. Um, but the beautiful songs from the movie soundtracks, she made a bunch of playlists, I think one of them was called um, magical, I don't know, you know, she just like, it, it just always created this beautiful atmosphere, and I think that's what sparked my creativity from a very young age, hearing music while I created, and then realizing that, like, oh my goodness, I want to create that kind of music, that music that just is, like, pulls you, you know, and is so deep and rich, and I, I really wanted to kind of create you know, songwriter versions of soundtrack music and also kind of some classical music as well that she'd play. Um, so that that from like a young age is definitely what inspired me. Now, I know I know like the sound you're trying to achieve now, you like I like that idea. Do you also try to achieve that through lyrics as well? Do you have a certain what process of writing your lyrics or a certain story you like to tell that goes along with a certain sound? Um, yeah, so I definitely always write with lyrics, you know, I, it's interesting because I was, I did, you know, first get inspired by mainly instrumental music, um, but then trying to put that feeling into, you know, songwriter, lyrical songs after that, um, but yeah. Right, so I know you have uh, two songs I want to uh, focus on specifically. There's the sun I will rise, and then there's the energy within you. I'm not sure which one you want to start with, so I guess I'll go in alphabetical order there with uh, energy within you. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Since your music video didn't, uh, just released not too long ago, um, so you want to talk to me about maybe what inspired that song? Yeah, so um, ever since I started to write music and I started to play shows a lot in my state, um, it was always the same thing over and over and over again, like, I'd play a set and then they'd be like, okay, I love your stuff. Where do I find your music? And then it was always the same response. You don't, you can't, it's nowhere, you know, like Instagram, that's it, you know, and that's people immediately lose interest, you know, and forget about you forever. 
And so it was just that constant like hit all the time. And so I was like, hey, I need to record my music. And so I tried so many times. I tried to find the right producer, the money, you know, the time, everything like that. I was just kind of waiting for the stars to align until I kind of started to realize that I had a very deep passion for producing my own music. Um, I just was never confident enough to. So I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to, I'm going to produce and like record my own song and release it. And so I finally did with energy within you and the whole story, I mean, it all goes together. Energy within you is just really a song. I feel like my own spirit was trying to sing to me of, you know, you have this energy within you that you need to share. You need to create and stop stopping yourself. Um, you are a clever creature, you know, like, so go for it. Um, and allow this energy within you to, to fill and to light a room. And so that's, um, that kind of was the inspiration of that song. So I ended up producing it myself and then, um, releasing that one. And yeah, it's a very, very special song to me. And the music video definitely shows, um, that kind of fight. I feel like between sometimes what I believe to be like my soul and my spirit and then my physical body, you know, like, and how my spirit is always pushing me to do good and to, you know, bring my creativity out. Whereas, you know, my body is just dragging me down and always, you know, I'm self doubting and things like that. So it's kind of the, the two stories, you know, the two, those two sides coming together and, and becoming as one. And I feel like that's the, that's also the, the meaning of energy within you. That's so powerful. Now, did you ever find, or do you find that it can be difficult to channel like thoughts like that and put it into words that are understandable, you know, that like are coherent? Cause you know, when you're in that writing mood, it sounds great right then there. And you look back at it like a week later, like I have no clue what I was writing about. Do you ever find that that kind of happens that that can be a challenge when you're channeling such deep emotions like that? Yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> I, I honestly, I did my best, like with that song and with every song I write, I try to have uh, kindness on myself because I just realized that, you know, I'm, I'm fairly new to the, the world of, of music and writing. And I, I always, and I think I'll always and forever consider myself a noob and just like always trying and like seeing how well it goes. And I think with energy within you that I, I can't say that anybody listening to that song is going to get half or even a little bit of the meaning. I hope that they do. I hope that they, that's why I love putting visuals to my music. I love music videos and I loved, um, I loved writing my music video and so I hoped that that would help bring it alive. But yeah, overall, I just try to be kind to myself and not get so angry when I'm like, ah, I can't find the perfect words because it's really difficult to put so many emotions into words and into songs. And that's why I feel like it's a really awesome journey because I'll be able to look back on this first song, you know, in 10 years and see the progression. And I'm excited for that. Exactly. And I know uh, your, your son, Sun I Will Rise, you said, did you say that you got that professionally mixed or you're you also mixed yeah. by yourself? So I, I, I produced both of my songs. I don't mix and master them though. Okay. I, I give that, that is, that is a, that is a professional person's job. And 
that is the thing that I do have somebody do it because I'm just not even I want it to sound like good on speakers and everything like that so I do have um, somebody mix and master my songs um, it's just the creative process that I like to be all hands on deck on that so yeah there's a sense of like almost like intimacy when you do it yourself right because every part of that is you it's not someone else pressing the buttons for you it is you like plugging in the guitars plugging in the piano plugging in everything and doing it exactly moving the mic exactly the way you want it i think that's great and that kind of goes along with the message you know where it's really personal that you want that feeling of personal connection now i do want to talk about sun i will rise can you uh go a little bit what the writing process was that one and what the meaning of that song is yeah so that one's um, going to be released. It's it's finished, but it's just waiting to be released um, on April 9th. Mm. And um, I am really, really, really excited for this one um, because the, the writing process of this one was very interesting. I usually write songs and then later after writing them, I'm like, oh, that's what it means. Like it, it usually really kicks in. Like I'll write in metaphors but then it usually very specifically ties into the emotions that I'm feeling at that time. It's kind of this weird like time capsule or just little, you know, memory that I don't even know is being created. Um, and it's really, um, with Sun I Will Rise, um, after looking at it, I think I kind of realized that it was, had a lot to do with my, um, the, the depression that I was facing and, um, Something I also have a hard time with is my sleep. I don't really get a lot of sleep, and I, I, I often feel tired all the time. And so the song is talking about rising with the sun and how I can't do this life without the sun. And um, if, I, if I tear down the, the, the walls of that song a little bit to, to talk more plainly about it, to me, the sun represents... Um, Jesus Christ and the fact that like I can't do this without God right. um and I've tried and but I really can't rise without the sun and how there's so many things that tear me down and um at the end of the day I can't do it without without God and I also like to put in my creativity and my art I can't do it without my passion with God you know with these things like I, you try to go about life all by yourself, um, but for me, it didn't work out too well. And um, so it's kind of opening up about that, but it's definitely metaphorically covered in a lot of those words. Wow. So do you do poetry as well? Because um, it seems like you think very poetically that like almost these are very poetic. Like, uh, have you dabbled in poetry before? <laughs> I haven't. I just, I just really like to write with using music. I think as many creative senses as I can bring alive, I do. You know, I really, I love going on adventures and collecting things. I love drawing and painting and, you know, I love dancing. Everything that has to do with anything artistic is just magical to me. And so I try to, to bring that alive with everything that I am doing with music. And so, yeah. Interesting. So I, you're saying you uh, write, you know, with music, do you, are you at like a piano? Are you with your accordion playing? And then you're like, oh, I, I found like a chord progression. And then you put words to it. Or are you like, oh, I got an idea for some words. And I'm like, this fit, might fit to the words. <laughs> yes. all. <laughs> I do. I do kind of all of it. I like to, sometimes I'll start writing in, um, in logic in my, you know, my DAW and 
where I just kind of start producing a song. I have this, there's this really awesome synth um, that I have. My husband is also a musician and we have a little like music shed that we make all of our music in there, um, all of our recording equipment and everything. And we have this synthesizer keyboard that is just beautiful. And sometimes I'll just get on there, just start like finding some cool sounds and chord progression and just making melodies. Um, sometimes it'll be at the accordion Sometimes at the piano, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll have words written down first. Sometimes, you know, I'll write it in the moment, uh, melodies before and after. It really, it just kind of changes every time. <laughs> That's really interesting. Now, I know your husband's also a musician. I know you guys' sound is a little different. So how does that work, you know, given that you're both creating and you're not necessarily creating together, but you're sometimes probably in the same space creating different things. How does that work out? Yeah, um, it's it works out beautifully. Funny enough, it seems it seems interesting, but it's um, it's like we're both we're both going after the same thing. We're just on like different paths right next to each other, and um, his path is really awesome, and my path is really awesome. And um, I love watching him make music and create things because we both love each other's music, and we're both each other's biggest fans. Um, but I just love how he is, he's going to reach a different crowd and I'm going to reach a different crowd, you know, and it's kind of our, our hearts are, you know, coming out and making these, this music and it's so different from each other. And I find it to be very unique because I think if we both were in the exact same genre, that would come with its struggles, you know, but you know, everything, everything is a struggle in life. And I think, we just try our best to not ever be competitive about things and to be encouraging of each other all the time. And um, it's a it's a really fun time. I like that. Now, if I can ask this, did you did you guys meet like over something music related or was it just kind of like a random you were in the same coffee shop and you started talking like, hey, we both do music and then it just worked out over <laughs> the long term? So we met in college. We met at a music major orientation meeting. Oh, wow. And um, a few months after, I just saw him. I sat by him because he was sitting all alone. So I went and uh -huh. I sat by him. Uh -huh. And 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 then yeah, I didn't actually, well, then like months later, we were in the same classes. I never talked to him after that, really. And he didn't talk to me. But months later, he just randomly asked me out on a date. Uh -huh. And from there, it went. Uh, voila. Now, have you guys worked together on a project before? Um yeah. You have. yeah, we have. We have written a song together. Um, we actually played it on American Idol, Good. the our audition. Um, we're, we're, we're working, we were working on another song the other night. We like to just jam out together. It's really like fun. That. He's he's really good on the keys. He's like an, just an amazing piano player. Like he's been doing it all his life. He's at that level. <laughs> and so what we'll do is like, he'll just sit down and be playing stuff I'll honor synth and then I'll just be riffing melodies and we're, it, it's really fun. Like we have different strengths and different weaknesses that like seem to come together. That is really cool. And I know you mentioned American Idol and I, I did want to ask this. Um, and I should have asked it way earlier in our interview. So if I can, I'm going to jump back a little bit. How did you get into or onto the show? What is the process? Because I don't think a lot of people realize what actually goes on. Like It's complicated usually. It's not you just walk in the door and voila, you're on stage. There's like all the producers, there's all the, are, are you able to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So 
Um, it, it all started a long time ago. It was started back in June of last year. Wow. And that I was, me and Grayson always talked about like, you know, the possibility like, oh, maybe one day we'll like audition for American Idol. We both are singers and it could be fun. Didn't, we weren't going to do it though. I mean, it was like a fun talk and then it was like, that was it. Move on. Then I was, um, a casting agency actually reached out to me from American Idol and asked, hey, do you want to audition for American Idol? And then I was like, okay, that's a little bit more of a, like, punch in the butt. So I, I guess, like, sure. And my husband also sings, too. Can he do it as well? So we both did. Um, we had our first round of auditions in July. And that's on, I was over Zoom because of yeah. the, the sweet oh, COVID. Yeah. And... Um, then we made it through those those first auditions and then there was after the first zoom audition there's callbacks for another audition and back on zoom again and then there was one more callback and then you get to go and um sing your audition in front of the celebrity judges in front of all the cameras and the lights and the action so now what was that like since you're a musician performing in front of all those judges but also i don't think you had a studio audience probably because of the pandemic so what was that like you know given that there's all the cameras you know there's just the four judges did that make it a little more nerve-wracking given you don't have like the audience energy to build off of yeah um it's you kind of over the pandemic especially i got used to performing in front of just my phone you know like it's kind of a sad truth but like it's kind of something you you kind of get used to and have to, you know, have fun with the audience, you know, will eventually be watching, nice. just not then and there. Um, but it was, it was even way crazier being in front of those celebrities, those, the big dogs. I mean, they were, it was like they were fake. They were just like, you know, right in front of us. And I felt like I was just like on a different planet with them. It was weird. Um, the cameras, it was all just a very big jump into the real world of music and the hustle bustle. I mean, it was, it was full out, you know, it was crazy and a really, really awesome experience. Um, especially a really great experience for Grayson and I. Right. Now, did you get to, uh, do you get to talk with the judges when the cameras are off? Cause usually I think how it works is right. You're backstage with producers then they bring you on, then you kind of test the mics and whatnot. And then obviously you're standing there. So is there that time where you can maybe interact a little bit or are they kind of just, are they just doing their own thing in their own world until they say action and then you guys go right into it? I mean, they're recording the whole time from when we walk in there, from when we walk out, they don't use all that content, but you know, yeah, we had conversations with them. Um, it was all recorded though. So it was kind of like any of this at any point could be used, but it still felt like they weren't paying attention to that. They were paying attention to us. Right. Now, do you, do you uh, has that opened any new networking doors? You know, have the judges or someone that maybe works with the judges reach out to open new doors for you guys? I'm sure exposure of uh, being on the show. Just, I mean, I think that's how I found you. I'm just going through. I was like, oh my gosh. And I looked into your content. I'm like, I love the style of music. I love the message from reading your lyrics. Um, but how did that, how did that open some doors for you? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I think the doors that it has been opening has been, my mind doors <laughs> and a lot of things that I've been learning. Um, honestly, I haven't gotten like a specific, you know, person who's reached out to me. Um, uh, I mean, I've had a lot of people reach out to me, but not anything, you know, crazy quite yet. I think it's been really awesome though, to see, um, some new people, 
um, that are being added on to my community, which has been a, a huge blessing. And, you know, some of those people that might stick around for the long run, which is a really exciting thing. So that's kind of been a really wonderful um, output from American Idol. Right. And uh, you're talking about learning too. And um, a lot of people that might be listening to this podcast might be aspiring musicians or recently started musicians. So what advice do you have for someone who's just beginning? Maybe they've learned an instrument, but they haven't like recorded or they haven't, you know, hit the American Idol stage yet. What advice do you have? Oh man, you know, something that I've been learning lately, which is probably the, just one of the, I want everybody to know this, is that you need to create first and then share it. Um, so much of the time on social media, you feel so pressured to make the best video or song or cover so that people can recognize you so that you can get famous and you'll just, you know, go viral and it'll all be great from there. Um, but that's just, uh, that will get you nowhere in the long run and in the actual fulfilling term of things. If you're in it to get famous, don't be in it because you won't be able to make it far. If you're in it because you love it and you love to create, then you're in it for the right reasons. So I mean, I'll emphasize this so much because it's something I recently am learning, which has changed my life. I need to create music first. You need to create your art first because you love it. And then when you love it so much that you're just like, I want to share this with people. I want other people to hear this because I love it so much. So I want you to hear this. I want you to get a piece of this. And then naturally people are going to be drawn to it. You know, like it's not going to be, you don't have to be constantly worrying about, do I need to, you know, reach every person? How can I make everybody see me? It's not about that. People are going to come. You know, you're going to be good enough and for people to be drawn to what you do because you love it so much. And I'm so glad. that's Go ahead. Yeah. And no, I'm... that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, this is a weird delay. But I'm so glad you shared that message because I think that a lot of people are, are under the notion that you pick up a guitar, you sit, you get a microphone and you make it to the big stage. And those are that's maybe maybe one person of those people like get lucky, one video gets 10 million views, you know, you get on Ellen, you know, there's that route. But it's like exactly what that is, where you're genuinely doing it because you love what you do. And I wish more musicians had that mindset um, because you can definitely tell by listening to music when someone is like either paying their way into the industry or just doing it superficially, or if they're doing it genuinely like you are, um, where you can tell that there's time, there's effort, there's dedication put into the craft um and that's just such a beautiful message now i do have a question i have a new game that i've been playing with uh some of my uh, guests here and it's called rapid fire would you be interested just rapid fire question sure. all righty welcome sure. to rapid fire with aaron hananiya the rules of this game are very simple i'm going to ask you a series of questions and you're just going to answer them quickly are you ready yeah what's your favorite ice cream flavor vanilla yeah, same. I love that. Are you a cats or dog person? I think I know the answer. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, if you had one wish, what would it be and why? Mm, I would wish that winter would never come again. <laughs> oh, I feel that. I feel... Can I ask where you're from? I know you're in a mountain time. That's a general region. So I'm sure it's pretty, is it pretty cold right now over there? Yep. I'm 
I'm in Utah, so it's cold. Oh, yeah, I feel that. Now, if you had one superpower for one day, what superpower would you choose? Mm, I would be a waterbender. Ooh, can I ask why that is? Um, I would love to be a waterbender just because I think it's so cool. I always watch the Avatar, too, you know, and that's just the best show. And I always want to be Katara, so yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, this one's funny. This one is uh, commented a lot. Is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Hmm. No. <laughs> I agree. Um, now, do you have any hidden talents? I'm really good at milking goats. Really? Now I have to ask, how did you, how did you discover that you're great at milking goats? Uh, because we had a lot of goats growing up and I had to milk them. <laughs> the group on the farm. That's awesome though. That's, there's a lot that goes into like the farming and agricultural industry. Now yeah. do you have a favorite quote or saying that you like to live by? Um, yes, this is something that I made up. Ooh. So it's my, it's my mantra. Okay. You are a progression, you are eternal, and you are a creator. And I love that because so much of the time I have had so many self-doubts feeling like I can't progress in life. But in fact, I am progression, I am a creator, and I'm eternal. And that's something that I love to live by and to always remember. Oh my gosh, I love that quote. Now, when did, uh, when did you come up with that? Was there, were you like doing something when you had that like spark of the realization? Um, I was in the middle of meditating and I was also in the middle of a not good time in my life and where I did feel like I wasn't progressing and that I could never progress, that I would try and I could never, never progress. And that's something I felt God told me. You are, you know, a creator, your progression, you're eternal, you know, you're always, you, you can't, you know, put yourself down so much. You, in fact, are progression. You're constantly progressing and you're creating and you will be eternal. So it's something I, I love to remember. That is an incredible quote. Uh, you know, normally when people, when I ask people that quote, they come up with something random, but that is so thought out and so beautiful. I really, really love that. And I'm, I hope everyone at home does too. Now I do have a question. Would you be able to sing or demonstrate one of your songs for us here? Yeah, we could. I just barely, uh, I, I just barely released, um, my song Sun I'll Rise, just an acoustic version on uh, YouTube. So you could use that if you wanted. Okay.
Well, I wanted to personally thank you so much for uh, joining our show. It's been a blast having you and I look forward to hearing your music. Now, where can my audience find your music and your social medias? Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Um, so you can find me on all the platforms on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and you know, all the streaming services, um, like Spotify and Apple Music, all that kind of stuff. It's all the same username, Lizzie Overy, L-I-Z-Z-Y-O-V-E-R-Y. So yeah, you can find me there everywhere. Sweet. Thank you. Now, before we end, do you have a final, like something you want to end on um, saying or anything? You know, I think I've said it all. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining our show and uh, thanks for listening to our show, guys.